I am so excited. We are now officially back for season four. It is the football season. It's what we've all been waiting for. I've heard from so many of you, and I have so much to dive into and talk about. Welcome to Not Your Average Cheerleader NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Gibbs, and here we cover the NFL players, the game, the contracts. Man, we even cover the injuries. So I need you to sit back, relax. If you're all about the NFL, you're in the right place. I'm about to throw some commentary your way. So you know what? Go ahead and grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your food, because we're about to get this party started. You know when you like make your iced coffee in the morning and you put syrup in it, like the caramel syrup, because I did double caramel this morning, and you sip your iced coffee and syrup comes up in a straw, that's what I'm dealing with right now, (laughs) early in the morning. It is officially um, around 7 a.m. where I am, and it wouldn't be a football season without coming back to so many of you. Thank you so much for your DMs, for your comments, for your ratings. Um, you're the ones who motivate me to keep going. And so I am here today doing episode one, season four, four seasons. Wow. And this is brought to you by the iced coffee in my cup where I'm sipping up. I did double caramel this morning. I was feeling really a little bit special. I had to have a little motivational reminder. Um, when you're doing so much hard work and you're putting in so much effort into something, You just got to remember that something amazing is going to happen, that your hard work is not in vain, that something amazing will happen. All this hard work isn't for anything. It's not for nothing. It will happen at the right time, at the right moment, it will take place. That is my motivational stint for today. Now let's talk about why you're really here because you're here to listen to some football early in the morning. You're like, Ashley, the first game starts in just a couple weeks and we've been having preseason. We've been having news updates about all the nonsense that's been taking place in the NFL alongside all the good stuff that keeps this all interesting for all of us fans out there. As you already know, I am a 49ers faithful fan and I'm not going to be a Dallas Cowboys fan this year. I'm not going to do it. You know, Dallas Cowboys, this is our year. This is our year. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Shout out to my sister and one of my friends, Toya. Um, they are huge Dallas Cowboys fans. Bless their hearts. <laughs> um, I promise on everything that they always say is their year, and then they can't make it to the playoffs. But I digress. Let's go ahead and get ready to dive into these topics. I don't expect this first episode to be very long, um, but I've heard from many of you. Um, I heard that you guys want me to focus on fantasy football a little bit more. One person said, hey, I use your stuff to map out my team. I was like, oh, really? Good gosh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, if you don't win, especially if you're betting money, this is my disclaimer. I am not responsible for if you choose to use my stats and my assessments to map out your team. Um, if you do win, then I am responsible. Just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> um, listen, this is all um, disclaimer. This is all based on my opinion. You know that I like to go do research and I like to make sure that if anything is not completely concrete, I always use allegedly. So that is just my disclaimer for this show. Let's get into the first topic. I think you all know where I'm going. I'm going to talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, to be very honest, I'm tired of talking about Deshaun Watson. I'm tired of hearing about Deshaun Watson. 
I'm tired of seeing Deshaun Watson on the news. Um, I'm very tired. Though I'm waiting for that documentary to come out because, well, you can't have something like this happen and not have one of the major streaming services jump on to making a documentary. And I feel like that's when we're really going to get the good stuff as to what really happened because they dig. But as you already know, Deshaun Watson, quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, paid $230 million of five-year contract, I believe, guaranteed. He was suspended for 11 games and fined. $5 million for his egregious behavior in violating the NFL code of conduct. There, that's the best way I can um, put that professionally. And uh, I believe the NFL, they wanted an entire season, if I wasn't mistaken. I think um, NFL commissioner Roger Goodell was like, I want a whole season. However, um, outsourcing to, uh, I believe it was a former district attorney out of New York, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, who helped alongside um, the original uh, kind of judge and jury that they hired, um, Sue, I believe is her name, um, to come into the NFL and say, hey, when we have these situations, we need you to sit down and assess it and, you know, lay down a hammer. However, Roger Goodell being a commissioner still has the power to overrule anything Sue does. I believe that's her name. I apologize if it's not. Um so she looked at the case, read the interview notes or interviewed um, a few of the women that came forth. Um, she did basically a thorough investigation to the best of our knowledge as public um, you know, viewers. And she ruled to suspend originally Deshaun Watson for six games. Six games. That was it. Just six. Six. <laughs> six games. Not seven, not five, not 20, not a season. Six games. To be fair, um, to kind of look at her perspective, she said in her notes, and I quote keywords that are directly from there. I believe you can kind of go hear her ruling if you want to go look it up on YouTube or Google it. She used the term um, predatory. She used the term egregious. These are heavy terms when you're thinking about the legal um, judiciary system. And we're thinking about like the court of law, for example, when you hear words like this in a court of law, you know, something bad happened, right? Um, so those are the terms she used to describe Deshaun Watson's behavior. Um, and she came down with, Hey, there's no precedent. Um, if you've ever watched law and order, (laughs) um, I'm going to talk to the TV fans for a second or have a friend that's been a law school or a lawyer, you know, precedent means that precedent P-R-E-C-E-D-E-N-T, means that there's a reference point. There's something that's similar that's happened before that I can reference to help me make a decision on the current case in front of me. That's the definition of that um, in paraphrasing. And so she was saying there's no precedent for something like this. This is so beyond that I don't have a reference point. You've never ruled on anything like this before. So that is... um, Originally, um, from my assessment of listening to her notes and listening to people discuss it, that's my assessment of why she came up with six games. (laughs) Roger Goodell was like, no. (laughs) He said immediately, no, absolutely not. We're going to appeal that ruling because he has the power to do that. And we're going to come back with 11 games, fine $5 million. Now, from what I found... That $5 million fine is one of the highest fines ever issued in the NFL. I think there was like a, a 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There was a team owner that uh, was fined something close to that. But so far in NFL history, I believe this is the highest fine ever issued. So Deshaun Watson is going to miss 11 games. I feel like five million out of two hundred and thirty million. Let's not even go there. Um, and if we calculate up those games, because remember the players get checks for every game that they play. If you calculate up those games, it's over six hundred thousand dollars that he's also losing on top of the five million settled out of court, twenty four civil cases. So this man's paying out. Is that enough? There are some that will say it's not. Um, I, I, my opinion, I think he should have got a whole season, but you know, it's, this is a really, really weird subject. I don't think there's anything fair across the board. That's going to make, you know, the, the women who were subject to this, um, unfortunately happy. I hope that some peace comes out of this. I hope that this never happens again to anyone else. And I hope the women continue to tell their story and stand up for what happened to them, you know? Um, they did note that Deshaun Watson didn't sound remorseful in his press conferences. He actually went back to saying that he is maintaining his innocence. That is a direct quote from his last press conference. Um, and we were like, bro, we just need you to be quiet at this point. Just go take your, your ruling. It's done. Let's just let it go. Let's not even talk about this anymore. Move on, you know, but me, I love to look at the football aspect of this too. Because he has to live with this for the rest of his career. It does not matter, in my opinion, this is my opinion, how good of a football player he is. People will always see this stain on his jersey, metaphorically, when it comes to him playing the game. As a matter of fact, when he played during a preseason game, they were yelling, you know, certain words at him every time he was on the field. He's going to have to deal with this for the rest of his career, as he should. So... I went and digged for some stats, right? So he missed all of last season. The Texans sat him down. He also said he didn't want to play. He requested a trade, and then all this came out. So he missed that last season. That was 17 games. He's going to miss 11 games. I did simple math. That's what, total of 28 games, not counting the offseason, where you're probably not doing anything but dealing with this, right? And in his first preseason game, he had one completion, seven yards, His QBR was 39.6, and he has zero touchdowns. Everybody's like, well, he's rusty. Oh, he hasn't played in a long time. Well, duh, he sat out (laughs) all of last season. He didn't do anything. I don't know why people expect when he comes back December 4th, his first game back is against his former team. You know, the irony of things. I'm just going to leave that there. Yeah, irony, right? Um, people have other words for it. I'm just going to use that here for this um, particular episode. But he returns against the Texans, I believe, December 4th, if I don't have that date wrong. And he will start. We're paying you hundreds of millions of dollars. You're going to start. I don't expect anything from him. I don't know why people are expecting him to come back and be a magician if the team is or isn't doing well. He has not played for 28 games at that point plus whatever he was or was not doing during the offseason. This guy has been dealing with these court cases, dealing with this, um, you know, back and forth, defending whatever his what he alleges is his innocence, all that stuff. And 
the even idea of football probably hasn't sat in his mind very much. And to be very frank, I don't expect him to do anything. As a matter of fact, I expect him to be trash when he comes back at the game. Let me be very specific about that. I don't expect him to play well. You sat out, you're beyond rusty, you don't have any on-field chemistry in the midst of a real game against a top defense with this team yet. I don't expect to see any real playing moments from him until next season. That's my assessment. I mean, he's going to miss facing, they're going to face the Jags, the Browns are going to face Eagles, the Bears, Panthers, Bengals, Bucks, Steelers. He's missing all the top key games. Now, can the Browns win without him? Absolutely. They have a great offensive backing running game. They got a great D-line. They got great aspects of that game. So I expect um, that they can win a few games, but I don't expect him to come back and be out there just throwing darts and touchdowns. Absolutely not. Y'all saw some of them passes in that preseason game. I can't make this up. Go look at it. You saw it. I don't know what y'all expected him to do. And by y'all, I mean the people that are just like, oh, he's the greatest quarterback. He's worth that 230. Is he? Um, I, I won't know definitively that answer to that question until 2023. God be willing, I'm still here. So, um, yeah, that's gonna, and I plan on being here. Um, so <laughs> that's Deshaun Watson. Can we say we're done with this topic? Um, unless he says something crazy and I have to report on it again. Um, I'm done. I don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson anymore. Um, I'm sure you all feel the same way. Let's move on. Let's talk about the preseason. There was games. There's the new season coming. Um, and I'm super hype about some of these little mini topics under this preseason game section. Everybody is looking for TB12. Everyone's looking for Tom Brady because, as you know, Tom Brady missed the preseason. They said originally um, it was for personal reasons. Um, I watched the Pat McPhee show all the time. They have the the best like shout out to that show. They have the best, like juiciest details. Like they get analysts on to give them the information they're looking for. Um, to our knowledge, we don't know if it's like an injury. Um, from what I've heard, it's, it's not, um, we don't know what it is, but everybody's looking for Tom. This is like a where's Waldo situation. Everyone is looking for Tom. There's, you know, the where's Waldo y'all might be, some of y'all might be too young. Cause I have younger fans now and older fans, but the fans around my age, um, know that little where's Waldo book that kept you entertained. Cause you were looking for Waldo in like a sea of people. And that is how the media is searching for Tom Brady right now. This is open up the book. There's a sea of people and they're just diving through to find Tom Brady anywhere, doing anything. They can snap a picture and say, aha, that's what he's doing because he missed preseason games. And apparently head coach Todd Bowles was like, Hey, we knew about this way beforehand. So obviously this is something planned. You know, if you deduce, um, that's my smartness for this morning. <laughs> if you deduce, if they knew about it way beforehand, either it was something he had maybe planned to do when he originally was going to retire and then said, I unretire. And then he had to maybe maintain that obligation or that appointment or whatever it may be. I'm speculating. I don't know what it is. I just know everyone's looking for him and everyone's looking to get a picture of whatever Tom Brady might be doing. I'm doing quotation marks. Um, but apparently uh, he just posted a video on social media. Miss you guys. And I think he's coming back. So because at first they were like, we don't know when he's going to start. Uh, we don't know when he's going to show up to work. You mean you don't know when someone's going to show up to work? You better get a definitive answer. That's your starting quarterback. This is a man who signed a major lucrative deal with Fox um, for when he does actually retire. 
And I really feel he wants that eighth ring. You saw the Buccaneers drafted Julio Jones. They're back, see, they're back to building the Avengers again. I don't know. I just feel like there's something special planned for this season for the Bucs. I'm going to leave it at that. Where's Tom Brady? If you know, you can DM me. You can uh, leave a comment. If you know, listen, if you saw something or read something, I don't know. Hey, fill us in. Um, under preseason, you look at Justin Herbert, quarterback for the um, LA Chargers. And he's under a microscope, is he not? You remember I reported on him a couple seasons back when I was watching Hard Knocks and they were, this was during the height of the pandemic. Everything was on lockdown and we were just trying to say, hey, they're going to have an NFL season this year. And we're like, oh my gosh. And this kid with his accuracy was crazy. If you look at his 2021 stats, he has a 65% completion rating. He has over 5,000 plus yards, 38 touchdowns, and 15 interceptions. I promise if he had less interceptions, these stats would be astronomically great. They're still good, but the 15 interceptions in one season, eh, you know, I feel like there may be other quarterbacks that have a little more, but I feel like this he's one of those players that is really good as a quarterback not a bad backup if you're playing um, fantasy football, but some magic has to happen for this kid this year. Some magic has to happen. It has to. He has some decent weapons. You know how I feel about some of the wide receivers on the Chargers, right? It just feels like sometimes I'm drinking my coffee. It just feels like sometimes they can't catch things, y'all. He threw. There's been a few times where I watched a game and he threw it directly to them and they're just like, oh, Butterfingers can't catch. And I'm like, you had two hands on the ball. What happened? It frustrates me when I see someone put two hands on the ball and don't come down with it. It, I just make that make sense and then come back. But yeah, this kid's under a microscope this season. Um, I would keep an eye on him. I think if you're looking for a backup quarterback, that's not a bad option um, for fantasy football. Um, I think he knows that. Remember, he's still super young. I think he's like 22, 23 years old. And still really grasping the game. So I'm excited to see also what he does this season. I would really love to see the LA Chargers really go to the playoffs. I feel like they get so close and yet it's still so far away. Um, So I really love to see them go to the playoffs this year. Just because I feel like they have a decent team. Now, do I expect them to win in the playoffs? Not really, but I at least want to see them go. (laughs) At least want to see them go, you know? Just make it. Do like the Dallas Cowboys. Make it to the first game. And then that's it. I'm starting with the shade early this morning. Um, And so let's move on. Baker and Carolina, y'all. Y'all know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. He was just recently um, announced as the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. We knew that was going to happen. Look at the money they paid for him. You know, you didn't think Sam Darnold was going to start. Absolutely not. Um, So we're interested to see how he's going to, I'm waiting for a real game. Like I'm waiting for the actual games that count towards whether you can make it to postseason or not. And I'm interested to see what Baker Mayfield's going to do. Um, And that's mainly just because, you know, he's out of the Browns, you know, system gone. He's now with the Carolina Panthers. I don't personally think he makes that team any better. Um, they have a lot of work and rebuilding to do. Uh, and 
I feel like if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, they might have a chance at some great things. But a lot of these key players whose names you like, you know, shout out, they can't stay healthy worth a darn. And by healthy, I mean, they're just always getting injured. Something pulls or sprains. And as you know, the likelihood that that would happen, that it would, because if you think about it, you're getting hit by 200 pound or more men piling on top. Like it's, I understand injury is 100% a definitive possibility, Um, but homeboy, if he could stay healthy, they might have at least a decent season. But I don't expect Baker Mayfield to do anything either. I don't have very high expectations of any of these quarterbacks. <laughs> yep, I, I just, I don't. Mm, what do you want from me? Um, Let's just move on to fantasy football. I know you're all like, Ashley is must be just on one today. I am. This iced coffee tastes so good, y'all. Like if you get, if you ever get to go to like a nice coffee spot, Get double caramel. Get like the pumps of caramel and then get the drizzle around the cup. It'll make your morning. It's making mine. Um, so that's my two cents for that. Let's talk a little bit about fantasy football. Um, because as you already know, um, every player is replaceable. That is my quote for fantasy football. I actually gave quotes for every topic. Um, for preseason, I said there's a lot of game left because I'm seeing some craziness um, in the preseason. Um, I'm honestly seeing in some of these games that, you know, the guys that don't have a job yet, they're trying to make it onto the roster because a lot of these coaches have the the challenge of like taking a whole lot of players and condensing it down to 53 as the main start, like the main roster. Some of these guys, especially on the 49ers, they want a job. I that's what I that's the way I love seeing. I love to see the hustle. I love to see the people that say, hey, I want a job, so I'm going to do everything I can in this game to make sure that they pick and choose me. And the 49ers right now, the way they have been playing, that's their bet. That's not even their starters, y'all. Y'all better watch out for my team. That's all I have to say about that. Go ahead and pay attention to a few things. And so for fantasy football. Every player is replaceable. I know that sounds savage. I mean that in a game way as far as fantasy football game, not like, oh, you know, in the NFL. Um, And I say that because, again, you have to keep track of your players. You have to keep track of what they're they're doing, how they're working, how are are they healthy? Because if you don't make that change before the game starts, um, well, those are points you're not going to get. So one of the strategies is searching for a good tight end. The hardest position, I think, in my opinion, to play in fantasy football a couple times is finding a good tight end. If you don't draft Kittle, Kelsey, or Andrews, you're almost out of luck. So I would use the strategy of kind of looking at the tight ends that show potential, um, who have a very strong quarterback, but maybe their name isn't 100% out there. Um, that way you can at least guarantee a few points from that person. Then I would look at choosing a QB that has really great accuracy. Don't go with your heart. Go with your gut feeling. Look at their stats. Look at how they're performing. What is What are their teammates saying about them? What is the news saying about them? And they have multitude of wide receiver options. I love duos. I love Burrow and Jamar Chase. I love that duo, but I wouldn't pick Burrow as my quarterback because how often does he throw to someone else on the team? And I say that because if, you know, God forbid something happens, and I hope it doesn't, to Jamar Chase, there you go. That option's gone, and you don't know what his chemistry is with the other wide receivers. I would try to pick a quarterback where when you hear touchdowns, you hear multiple names, not just one. Um, 
I would watch out for teams who are rebuilding their defense um, and focus on chemistry. There's a lot of teams, for example, Kansas City right now, they had a lot of rebuilding to do for their defense. And now they're also kind of rebuilding their offense since Tyreek Hill left. I will, I'm actually waiting to see, and I don't count preseason. I'm waiting to see what their team is actually going to do because they had a lot of movement. And so I'm interested to see what their defense is going to look like because that's always been a slight weak point for the Kansas City Chiefs is their defense. And if you, and they're, and definitely their offensive line, that's a big one because if you can't protect your quarterback, he's going to be scrambling in the back in that pocket trying to find options and working 10 times harder than probably he should have to. Instead of focusing on, I only move when I got to move. I can focus down the field, find my options, get the ball where it needs to go. So I would watch out for teams rebuilding their defense. Make sure you pick a good team that has a very strong defense. You don't always have to go by just rankings. Just go watch them play. You can see enough. It's called highlights, people. Go on YouTube. You don't have to watch like a whole game. Just kind of see with their defense. Does their defense have chemistry? Are they blocking? Are they getting interceptions? Listen, I know what I plan on doing. I'm going to start there. And I'll make adjustments as I go because it's who I am. So as you already know, um, I can't wait to make some game predictions with you all. I will be. Uh, should I say that now? No, I'll hold it. I'll have a special um, announcement probably next week. Um, and as you already know, uh, you have the option to go visit www.notyouraveragecheerleader.com. There I can put up little weekly, um, blog comments. Um, you can see where my mind's at in the middle of the week before the next episode. Um, as well as there's still videos up there and you can listen to podcast episodes up there and see cool pictures. Um, not that it matters, but That is an option to go there. Again, if you're still here 25 minutes in, like and subscribe. Leave a comment. I appreciate those of you that have left me comments and ratings um, on all the podcast platforms. It's because of you that makes this podcast truly successful. So thank you. I love you all. Y'all are awesome. Um, That's all I got for you first episode. There will be more. I know that for a fact. And I will be back. I'm going to talk more trash football as the seasons go on. Because who would NYAC be if I wasn't talking trash with my iced coffee early in the morning, right? Right. So, love you. Bye.